Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let me introduce you to Allie Young, who um, is from Needham, Massachusetts. Great to meet you, Allie. Nice to meet you. And uh, this is Beth O'Reilly, the nurse practitioner. Hi. And our old friend, Hal Bernstein, who's been uh, here for a zillion years. 17 years. 17 years. He's been with us uh, since day one. Which is, which is unbelievable. So, Ali, I'll let you tell your story. So, apparently, you were simply doing what most women do, and that's breastfeed your son. And then what happened? So, I had given birth to my third child in September, um, and he was about four months old, and I felt a lump in my breast when I was breastfeeding. Um, you know, I think kind of similar to how it happens to a lot of women my age. Um, you find something and you never in a million years think it could be cancer. Um, I think a lot of things went through my head, but, but absolutely at 36 years old with three kids under five, never expected to have breast cancer. Um, but out of an abundance of caution, called my doctor um, and was very grateful that they sent me for imaging and a biopsy. Um, and then I got the call that it was in fact cancer. Um, so I think, you know, it was very emotional time for us, but, um, we found our way to Dana Farber and to Dr. Burstein and to Beth. And, um, it, it's actually been a journey for me that, um, I think has a lot of positive experiences in it. I think a lot of the parents out there can and speak about when you have children, it's like you worry about everything from the child, right? Like, oh, red spots. Is he okay? Is, he, is everything all right? You know, you're looking for everything. And for you, like you said, you here you are breastfeeding your third child. Yep. Now it's it's you that's the concern. Like, what was that like for you and your husband going through that? Yeah, I think um, my husband will be the first to say that I tend to be a little bit of a hypochondriac and always have been. So um, I would parents. say, I, especially with the kids and myself. Um, so, I, you know, I think the fact that I took this a little bit um, more seriously was in my nature um, and something I'm very grateful for. Um, but obviously when I got the diagnosis, most people, I think when they get a cancer diagnosis, think... Um, a lot of different things but for me the biggest thing was thinking about the kids um so you know we have three young kids under five and for me it was what does this diagnosis mean for them what does the treatment mean for them what is the next year of their life going to be like um and uh, you know i think we spent a lot of time both my husband and i focused on that um and it, you know it was a, a blessing in the sense that we had them to keep us busy and to um to focus on during treatment um, but also a, a big worry as a young parent you know beth beth o'reilly is here and you're a, a nurse practitioner yes so yeah. you know you mentioned the uh the treatment and the care what kind of goes into that uh the, she walks into the the hospital what happens so she comes to the hospital and she sees dr burstein and i and we look at her pathology, which are the slides from the tumor, and then decide what is the best treatment for her. Um, and in her case, she needed chemotherapy, um, and she is continues to get that every three weeks now. Um, and we have a real multidisciplinary team with social workers, nurses, um, all sorts of people that, that really come together to really provide the best care for her. 
Yeah, and I think a big thing for me going into this journey was, um, you know, taking advantage of all of the services that Dana-Farber has to offer. Um, you know, we not only met with Dr. Burstein and, and uh, Beth and other nurses and doctors, um, but also we took full advantage of the social work organization at Dana-Farber. Um, you know, it was very scary for both my husband and I to think about how to talk to our children about cancer. You know, we grew up in a world where I think the word cancer had a stigma to it, um, and we learned pretty quickly that the word didn't really mean much to our children and in trying to figure out how to talk to them about, you know, what was going to happen, what side effects they were going to see, how I was going to be feeling. Uh, we felt like we had a huge army behind us at Dana-Farber of people to help us with those conversations and throughout. Um, and I think it was really touching for us to have everyone throughout my journey always ask how our kids were. Um, you know, any person I've seen throughout any part of my treatment, um, they always ask about the kids. They're always there to offer help um, and to kind of make sure our kids are doing well on this journey, too. So what type of advancements have, uh, have we made here, Doc? So it's incredible to think of Allie's care. So one of the things about a place like Dana-Farber is the degree of subspecialization. So we have experts in cancer genetics who meet young women who to see if they have a hereditary risk of uh, breast cancer. We have social workers, and we have a whole program for young women with breast cancer. We actually have specialists who particularly take care of women who are diagnosed with breast cancer during pregnancy. And one of the things that Allie was able to get was a treatment program we did a few years ago, which was supported by research dollars from programs like this, where we actually showed we could do a little bit less in the way of chemotherapy treatment and still get excellent results. So while she certainly had an intensive treatment program, we've been able to treat her with less intensive chemotherapy than her forebears, and we still see results that are every bit as good because they're targeted therapies. It's a great triumph. So, Doc, when I, when I look at Allie, I mean, she's young. She's 36 years old. Is that... Is, is... As far as breast cancer goes, is, is that more common or, or younger in age, or is it, it just seems like it's a little bit older? She is unusually young. The average age for breast cancer in the United States is between 55 and 65. But at a place like the Farber, we encounter lots of atypical situations. We see lots of young women who have breast cancer, and one of the fun things about practicing there is to have this degree of specialization and care that allows us to take really great care of women who are younger than average and, and have all these concerns about things like fertility and how to take care of a family and all the things that you aren't expecting to deal with when you're a 36-year-old mom. You know, this may seem like a dumb question, but if you if you realize you had a lump while you were breastfeeding, because mm -hmm. we've had people on before who found out they had cancer when they were pregnant. Yeah. yeah. They were able to go to term and everything was fine. Was that a situation where no breastfeeding whatsoever? Is that, how, what yep. happened with that? Yep. So, um, so very quickly, the first day I was diagnosed, one of the first things we found out was that I had to stop breastfeeding right away. Um, and something that I think, you know, could have been a very emotional thing, but I think, you know, for both my husband and I, it was, okay, this is what's happening. This is what we have to do. I have to get healthy. Let's move on to the next thing. So, um, so it was something that had to change quickly. Um, but I felt like it was just another part of my cancer journey. Um, you know, the first thing I faced in my treatment was surgery. So getting ready for surgery and stopping breastfeeding kind of came hand in hand. Um, and so we kind of moved forward from there. So how are you feeling now? I feel good. Great. I feel really good. Um, I finished radiation a couple weeks ago. Terrific. Um, and yeah, so far so good. 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 Well, you're in a good place. Yes. And you're with good people. Yes. And it's all going to work out terrific. And you got a wonderful, beautiful family over there. <laughs> Thank you. So continued great success, great health. Thank okay? you very Thank much. Thank you. It was great meeting and you. Best great of luck. Great meeting you guys. Thank you. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.